Good afternoon, good morning, good evening. Sunday, March the 29th, 2020. Welcome to Zanos Radio Show. And sorry about the technical difficulties right there. So we were just uh, experiencing some technical difficulties, but it's Sunday, it's cool. I think it's in the 30s, 40s in Indianapolis, and we're not having any snow. So it's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day. So welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Zanos Radio Show, a show that airs every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern, uh, 1 p.m. Central Time, and 11 a.m. on Pacific Time, and it's exactly 8.04 Zambian Time. I don't know whether Zambia is on GMT, so those who know, please uh, educate me. So ladies and gentlemen, today it's a wonderful afternoon. We'll be talking to some Zambian ladies, and our great topic for this afternoon is diaspora women empowerment. So we thought of just having a chat with some ladies to discuss uh, what empowerment means, especially for our people in the diaspora. And the diaspora, in this case, we are looking at uh, with a special focus on the United States. So welcome, welcome to Zambia Block Talk Radio, powered by Zanus this afternoon. So for those who are listening online, you can text your question if you have any questions. And for those who are calling in directly, our number again is the 319-527-6219. So press 1 on your phone, then you'll be able to unmute you, then you'll be live, and you can share your comments and concerns. So I just want to welcome our three guests for this evening, uh, this afternoon. We have assembled three ladies who will help us with the discussions. And one of them uh, serves as the vice president for the Zambian Association right here in the state of Indiana. And this is uh, uh, Nancy Lele Kaingu. And Nasilele Kaingo, can you hear me? Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Mr. Chair. Good, good. And thank you oh, for having doing me. Good, doing good. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, so how how is the weather in Detroit? Uh, it's great right now, a little cloudy. We are expecting a storm in about two, three hours. But Oh, okay. I'm sure by then we'll be we'll be done with our show. So, without further ado, this is the Women Empowerment Week, and Madam Lele, give us an update and explain to our listeners, uh, in your own view. Uh, first of all, you have to give us an introduction about yourself, and then you can we'll go straight into the into our discussions. Take it away, Madam. Thank you so much, and again, uh, welcome, listeners. I'm going to go ahead and just give a, a rough, rough of uh, what word women empowerment is. Actually, the word empowerment means. So surprisingly, there's no common definition of women empowerment per se. In fact, the word empowerment does not exist in a lot of languages. Although the phrase women empowerment is usually used in gender equality, yeah, women empowerment space, you know, it is generally in the context of issues like economic 
empowerment, political participation, and girls' education. So, according to the World Bank definition ma, ma, of empowerment, oh, sorry, is, ma, Madam Lele, it yes. appears there's some background noise there, so I don't know. Uh, oh, here? There's a little bit of background noise. I don't know if it's coming from your phone. Oh, do you okay. hear that? I don't. Do you hear some some noise? Okay. Yes, no, I okay, yeah, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. I think I may have to mute some people because we're picking up some background noise. Go ahead. Okay. So, uh, like I mentioned earlier, the definition for empowerment, according to the World Bank, is it is a process of increasing the capacity of an individual or group to make the choices and to transform those choices into desired actions and or outcomes. And then a definition that I would give from a layman point of view is empowering is just giving an ability to someone to do something about what they already have. What any individual already has are needs, wants, opinions, beliefs, and feelings. Another definition that I would uh, go for is raising the statuses of people by giving them awareness and trainings and literacies, and also equipping and allowing them to make life-determining decisions uh, through challenges of their society. So having said that, um, Empowerment actually has factors that go with it. And these factors are, uh, for somebody to be empowered, they need that self-confidence to go ahead. And then the other factor is the exposure. As women, we need exposure to go ahead with that empowerment. And then we have to have confidence to go ahead. So having said that, I'm also going to quote some um, permanent figures in our society that have defined um, women empowerment differently. For instance, uh, Barack Obama said, there is no tool for development more effective than the empowerment of women. So in society and from eras back, women have been looked at to be inferior. We've been looked at to be uh, boxed in a cave that we feel at this time we have to break, get our mindset from being women in the kitchen or from being women that are doing jobs from nine to five to being women that are more resourceful like God created us. We, uh, I, I'm speaking today because I'm really a great advocate for women empowerment and my advocacy comes in because in society, women are looked at as really inferior people. So I've spoken to quite a number of women concerning what we should get empowered in and how we should go about in our society and especially in our communities because of what society has uh, looked at, has locked us into. And um, that, I'm going to go ahead and give it back to the moderator. Thank you. 
Yeah, th thank you, Lele, for explaining and uh, uh, very eloquently uh, describing and discussing, uh, uh, especially the way of empowerment. So, of course, our, our platform, Zanus Radio, of course, we take kindly with women and we, we promote women. This is part of the reason why we are actually uh, starting this series to discuss how do we, people in the diaspora, empower ourselves. And then we know that women are our mothers. Uh, women have that nurturing spirit. So women are, our, are the initiators of development, especially when you look at the African circles. Uh, our mothers take care of the children because of their nurturing hearts. And development starts with women. So we are very happy to be discussing this uh, series. And now let, let's go ahead and introduce our next person. Our next uh, guest is Jacqueline Malama. Jacqueline Malama, uh, are you there, madam? Yes, I am. Good afternoon, yes, listeners. Yes, yes. Yeah. And thank you for inviting me uh, on the Blog Talk Radio. My name is Jacqueline Malama. And uh, I am a caregiver based here in Indiana. So anyway, uh, back to our topic of our discussion. I think this is a very important discussion for us women in the sense that, uh, you know, uh, women empowerment is, uh, is very significant in the sense that, uh, in the reason that uh, as women right now, we, we have the power, uh, you know, to change around the world. We have the power and ability uh, to think outside the box, you know, so we, as, as women, we shouldn't li limit ourselves in terms of expanding our resources. We may have our, our resources, but maybe we may limit ourselves in, in, in terms of saying, oh, I, I'm not going to uh, invest because you are scared of invest, investing. But uh, if we limit ourselves, when it, when we, we won't be able to uh, give a power to ourselves. So I think we should think outside the box to say, how am I going to invest with this income that I have? I think uh, this discussion today, we are going to focus more um, on the women empowerment uh, here in the diaspora. How can we help ourselves in terms of helping our communities invest or share ideas and, uh, you know, how, how are we going to come together as women uh, uh, on, uh, on focusing to say maybe if we want to invest back home, what ideals, what, uh, uh, what are we going to do back home to invest and help? And when we're doing, in doing that, we can even create jobs back home in, in, in Zambia, uh, helping out maybe, it could be other women, it could be anybody else that will be helping out back home. So I think it's a very important discussion that we're having today, uh, trying to uh, come up uh, with ideas and uh, coming together with communities uh, and share so I think for now, that's, that's what I have to say for now in my beginning of uh, you know, our discussion. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Jackie, for explaining that. Now, we, we are going to go to our third guest is Dorothy Masombo. Dorothy, are you there? Yes, I am. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Yo, so take it away, Dorothy. Thank you so much for this opportunity. And thank you, Mr. President, for uh, moderating this uh, very important uh, discussion. Uh, just to add on to what the other two uh, speakers have outlined, I'm going to go at, just look at uh, what, we can, what women need 
to be empowered? What are we doing as a society to help the women be empowered? And empowerment, I also talk about the economic empowerment. Because that comes with having a good and enabling environment for women to succeed. Succeed, A, one in business, you know, it's a small, you know, small time business, and also political empowerment. If we look at what happened, I'll give an example of what happened here in 2018, how the women of America came together and organized and mobilized themselves during the 2018 U.S. elections, we saw the shift. And if we also look at the, uh, the U.S. Congress right now, we have at least the most number of women, and this is what empowerment is all about. Also, we should also uh, look at uh, um, I'm sorry. creating a strong presence for ourselves as women. And at the same time, we need the support of our men to be on our side because we can't you know, go forward without the support of, of the men. Number two also, we have to also look at uh, um, us as women to believe in ourselves because if we don't believe in ourselves, we can't achieve anything. Another thing also we should look at also is networking because you, you know, as women, we need to network you know, as somebody said, you know, with other people around us, because we can't do this this alone in the vacuum. We need to make work. Also, you know, um, another thing that I think is also important: if a woman wants to go into a business, number one, you really have to love what you do, because you can't succeed if you don't love what what you are doing. You can't just do something just because somebody else is doing it, and then I, you know you also want to enjoy that. You have to have a passion, and you have to love what you want to do. And I think also moving forward, you know, as we go with this discussion, we should also talk about uh, the environment. This, this, the environment back home, if we want to invest back home in our country, we should also hold our governments responsible because as a government, governments are there to provide an enabling environment for women to succeed. So I think for now, I'll end just there, and then we can continue with the discussion. Thank you, Mr. Chair. All right, thank you, Dorothy, for outlining the, those points. Yeah, so uh, as I mentioned earlier, development starts with women. I think if you look around uh, in most of these places, uh, women, in fact, let me put it this way, God created the man to be the head of the household. That is, of course, in the Christian circles. Now, the woman is the enabler or the environment that enables the man to function. So when you have a seed, the seed has to be planted in the right environment for it to germinate, for it to grow. When you have a seed and then you put it just somewhere on a concrete floor, that seed will just be there forever. But when you take a seed and you place it in the right soil, with the right moisture, with the right amount of sunlight, then that seed will grow, it will germinate, and then it will be able to produce the fruit. So when you look at women and we look at our society, of course, women are the environment that we depend on, that influence 
our situation. So it, I, I like the point that uh, Dorothy mentioned that, of course, the government has to create an enabling environment. So that's a very good point. Now, you mentioned a number of things. You mentioned networking. There is the issue of Malama. She mentioned the issue of education and also the issue of investment. So now let's go back to Lele. Lele, uh, in terms of your experience and in terms of the research that you've done, uh, in preparing for this program, where do you think women need to exert more effort in terms of empowering themselves? What is it that I, they need to focus on? Uh, thank you so much. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, the factors that um, uh, uh, the factors of women empowerment, I would think, is the self-confidence that we need to have in the first place for us to do anything, for us to think of anything we want to do, we, we have to have the self-confidence. And uh, the question that, uh, coming back to the question that you just raised, I think, uh, in my opinion, um, being with a, ba with a business background, I think women can do more economically, like economic development, start up a business, you know, don't wait for that uh, paycheck to come every week. Don't wait for it to come every two weeks. Start up anything that's going to bring a stream of income to what you already have. So, like uh, Jackie mentioned, that we need that economic empowerment going. We need that uh, support from the men. We need that push on our back for us to keep moving, I feel like men should also step in as um, a support system. Like men should look at women as partners who are there, not just as helpers, but who are there to be on their side while they do something kind of um, set up. I think that's what I'm going to say for now. Thank you. Just to add on to what uh, Madam uh, Madam uh, uh, said, I think also educating women. I think there's nothing that any investment can do. I mean, you have to educate a woman first. See, they say that it's get a girl, it's get the whole village. So I think women should invest time and resources in educating themselves. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so th thank you, Dorothy. So in terms of education, that's a very, very big one because we know, I think, uh, Michelle Obama spent a lot of time encouraging women going to different places. She traveled around the world, went to places in Africa, and just around here, uh, sensitizing and educating uh, parents to ensure that they need to send their girl child to school so that at least they are positioned with the right skills to be able to function in this uh, modern day and age. Because I think gone are the days when women would sit home and relax and wait to get married. Because now these are the times that I think uh, for, for one to have a very uh, sound economic status at home, you need both parents at least doing something and helping in as much I mean, putting a lot of input as they can. So I like Lele's point of having self-confidence 
yeah, it's good. We need women to have self-confidence because women, they are the ones that we depend on. Uh, most of the time, you find that a woman spends nearly above close to 60, 70% of her time with the kids. So because of that nurturing spirit, of course, you need the men to be there in, in guiding and providing uh, what is needed at the house or at home. But the woman, she is the distributor and the manager of the home and ensuring that the, the necessary items that I needed at home are there. So the, the men, us men, we mostly provide these things. So it's good. We need not only having women as helpers, but to Lele's point, that's a very good point, Lele, you make that uh, in as much as women are helpers, Women are partners, equal partners in this game of life. So now, uh, Jackie, in terms of the investment that you mentioned, what are some of the areas of investment that you would uh, encourage women to focus on? Okay, especially maybe back home in Zambia, uh, most women are into farming. There's, uh, there are few people that I know or read about that have... Uh, succeeded into, in, in terms of farming. So I think uh, farming has become a big investment back home. So if we can mobilize ourselves uh, here uh, within our communities and uh, say, well, maybe we uh, uh, buy, maybe for me, I'm thinking big <laughs> at this point, maybe buy a tractor and then, uh, you know, sell it back home and uh, try to help, uh, you know, our women who are really... Uh, uh, struggling or who are willing to really like uh, invest in, in terms of farming. So I think that that would be a good gesture right now, like, uh, you know, coming together as a community and see how we can uh, help the people back home. Because at the end of the day, we want to empower uh, one another as women. So it has to start from here. Uh, we have to come as a community and discuss and say, you know, listen, uh, back home, the struggles, how can we help as uh, women who are based here in the diaspora who have opportunities uh, to, uh, you know, in terms of financial, financially, uh, we may not be 100% financially stable, but we have that uh, opportunity to, to help out. So I think uh, we need to come together as uh, communities. I think we need to just form some kind of uh, groups, uh, come together and say, listen, this is what we need to do as, uh, as women, because, you know, Women empowerment is not uh, only about as an individual. It's about coming together as women and discussing and, uh, you know, expanding. So, you know, for me, I have a very uh, soft spot uh, in terms of uh, 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 farming. We ha I see a lot of people uh, doing a lot of uh, farming back home. So I think uh, on that point, I can say, yeah, we, we raise money, come together as a community, and then buy maybe, say, tractor, and then send it back home. Yeah, so... That's what I can say for now. Right. You, you are listening to Zam, the news radio show comes every Sunday at 2 p.m. And our special guest today, we have three ladies. This is Jacqueline Malama, Dorothy Masombwe, and Nasilele Kaingu. Our topic today is diaspora women empowerment. We are looking at what is it that women can do to help okay. themselves and when you have women helping themselves, which means you are helping the community. So if you have a question, feel free to jump in. I have unmuted all the mics. So if anyone has a question, feel free to jump in. And let's, 
make sure at least they, I think we are getting some background noise. So if you don't have a question, please mute your phone. It will help with the background noise. Okay. Yeah, I think. Let me see. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I think we are, we are good now. So, uh, Dorothy, you mentioned uh, education. Can you speak a little bit about education? Um, thank you. Uh, thank you, Mr. Moderator. When I talk about education, it doesn't just mean tertiary and or higher education. I mean, they, that's, you know, you don't have to go to go that far. I mean, in fact, education is not for everybody. So there are groups. I, I know of a group in Zambia called the Letiende Pamozi group that brings women together, like in small townships, like in Mindolo in Kitu, for instance, they are taught skills like baking, you know, weaving, and how to go, up, you know, how to go into the woods and cut cut trees to make charcoal. And they do hold workshops for these women to learn all these skills. So you don't have to have a college degree, a PhD, you know, to run a small business. You just need to have your, you know, your mindset and be willing to learn. And also, another thing that I just wanted to mention uh, to what uh, Jackie said earlier about uh, uh, farming, women can also do, I know, I know of some women that come to this country like uh, once a year, they, they are into mineral mining. They bring minerals. There's, there's a show that happens in Arizona, I think, uh, sometime in the summer every year. So women come from Zambia. I've seen three women that have been here, you know, in the past, last summer, they bought minerals for sale here. There's a show that happens here, here in, in, in Arizona. So they bring the minerals from Zambia to showcase them here. So that's also part of women empowerment we're talking about. So thank you, Mr. Mr. Moderator. All right, that's that's good. So uh, it, it, somebody has a question. So Nathan Kama, this is my colleague on the Zambia Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, so he has a question. Go ahead, Mr. Nathan. Thank you, Noah. Firstly, let me commend the ladies. I mean, uh, Miss Lele, Jacqueline, Dorothy. I mean, commendable stuff that you're talking about. And uh, one thing is that. Uh, I think Lele spoke first and she said she's a woman advocate or one who encourages women. Uh, I believe that as the men, Noah should be the number one people that encourage and push and encourage our women. The men should take the lead. And my question to the ladies is the issue of self-confidence, a strong woman, an educated woman, an articulate woman. Why does our culture have an issue with women with those characteristics I've listed? You know that, Dr. Jackley, immediately a woman becomes articulate, outspoken, she shows strength. The first question people ask is, who is a child? Who is a husband? You, you know what I'm saying? Things begin to <laughs> yes. go that round. Yes, right. And yes. I don't know yes. why society has an issue with a strong, educated, articulate woman. Mm-hmm. The, the perfect example we can give is uh, you all remember when Princess Mundi went viral on social media. I don't know whether you followed that. 
when Princess yeah. Mumbi asked a question at the Bill 10 conference, she introduces herself. I mean, I could not believe the insults that she received on, uh, mm-hmm. on social media. And I'm saying yeah. to myself, we need a strong woman in our community. We need educated women. We need articulate women. So help me understand why do we have issues with women with those characteristics? And I think I'll go first. I think men are intimidated with uh, educated women. They become very intimidated and they don't like that. So most men, uh, what they know is a woman is supposed to be in the kitchen. A woman is supposed to be, you know, uh, doing the house chores. So if I see a woman in her position, having a good position, like maybe uh, she can be a director in a certain bank or some stuff, stuff like that, so a man will become so intimidated, say maybe a man has a, maybe a regular job. So they, they become so intimidated uh, to say that, oh, this woman is uh, more than me. This woman is uh, supposed to be in the kitchen cooking for me. So I think men become intimidated uh, when they see a strong woman. But uh, I think that should not be the case. Uh, I think men should not be, be intimidated. Uh, instead, men should help and groom and help each other in terms of uh, helping their wives, helping the, the spouses to say, oh, listen, I'm in this position. How can I help you? How can we help each other, you know, and the community at large? So at the end of the day, men who are just ignorant, uh, they don't want to uh, support the women uh, who are in the high position. So, yeah, maybe that's a, that's a reason. <laughs> Nathan, thank you. And for also, the <laughs> and and also, can I just add one, just one little thing to what Madame Malama has outlined. And, uh, you know, my appeal uh, to, to our men is that we need you to be our support system. Don't feel intimidated because we need you to be there by our side. When we come to you with, you know, maybe with a question or something, we want you to listen to us first. So just try to listen. I know women, men are, I think, are kind of, you, you are the fixers, you want to fix everything. But sometimes a woman would appreciate if, if a man just listens. And also, I may also add that uh, to our women, the women out there listening, and I'm, I'm trying to say this, women, we are our own worst enemies. We have to learn to come together and support one another. When we have somebody who's highly, you know, who's educated, let's rally around that person, let's lift her up, let's not bring her down. Thank you. I think... Um this is Leila. Just to add up to what Jackie and uh, Dorothy said, I think um, society has actually brought this attitude of men uh, trying to question women that are in power. Because looking at the eras before us, um, women have been labeled to be helpers. And that's where the problem comes in because if from way back in memorial, men were taught that a woman is supposed to be a partner, a woman is not, can be a helper in certain aspects of life, can stand up side by side with you in helping, in, in, in being with you, in being a partner with you, I think they wouldn't look at like that. So that's, what, that's where the um, topic of women empowerment comes into play. We have to break the box society has set before us. We have to try and, you know, teach our men that we are not 
in to compete with them. We are not in to be rivals. We are in yeah. to partner them up, partner with them, and be, uh, you know, society changes. We are in to trend set with them on our side. Thank you. All right, that's good. Thank you, Lele, for, for that. Thank you, Jackie and uh, Dorothy. Again, you're listening to Zanos Radio Show. Uh, our, very, our topic for today is Diaspora Women Empowerment. So now we're going to focus a little bit on the United States up here in the Diaspora. Uh, in terms of where we are here in, the, in this part of the world, what is it that women can do? Of course, the, I've heard in Zambia, of course, we can look at farming, but in terms of up here in the United States, what is it that women can come together and venture in? Anyone can uh, take a stab at that. Okay, I can start with that uh, you know, back home in Zambia, they're doing what they call uh, village banking. So village banking has, uh, uh, has uh, proven to be working out uh, uh, pretty pretty well in the sense that uh, women come together, you know, uh, don't, they give their monies. Then each cycle, each woman would get their monies and then invest in something. So village banking has proven to be, to, 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 to be working out pretty good in, uh, back home in Zambia. And most women have expanded uh, their businesses uh, uh, with the, the village banking. Uh, most women are, you know, are building and then uh, just expanding on their businesses. So I think we can do that even here. We can introduce the uh, village banking because I think uh, when it comes to saving, uh, I think generally even me, uh, I can say sometimes saving becomes a very a, a challenge uh, in terms of, uh, you know, because we have a lot of bills and we have uh, responsibilities back home. So saving becomes a challenge uh, when we are here. So I think village banking has, uh, is, a, is a success, has become a very success back home. So I think we... Yeah, please please mute your phone if you are not uh, talking on, on the radio, please mute your phone. Thank you. My yeah. phone is yeah, so my phone is muted. Okay. Oh, okay. So anyway, in conclusion, it's just uh, let's just be responsible in terms of uh, saving. And uh, sometimes, you know, if we're not saving, uh, we find ourselves in situations whereby, you know, we lose our jobs. We don't have any savings. Uh, so I think it's very important as women, if you want to be empowered, we need to we need to save. So let us uh, be disciplined in, in terms of saving. Uh, we may have other responsibilities here, like I outlined to say we have bills here, we have bills back home. So, but saving at the end of the day uh, can really help us, uh, you know, uh, in terms of uh, maybe you lose a job. What are you going to fall on, you know? So let us uh, try to uh, really be disciplined in, in terms of saving. And uh, like I said about the village banking, village banking has proven to have worked out uh, uh, back home in Zambia. So. I think we just at the end of the day we just need a structure to really understand the concept of the the, the village banking. How can we uh, bring it here in our community? How can it help us in terms of uh, you know uh, helping us as a community uh, with this village banking? I think we need to expand more or learn more about the village banking. I think it has helped out uh, back back home as uh, as I've uh, uh, rightly explained. So yeah, so thank you. Okay. All right. 
thank you, Jackie. Dorothy, what, what do you think we in the diaspora should focus on? What can we do in the diaspora? Um, thank you, Mr. Moderator. I think we should, um, you know, come together and probably adopt maybe a classroom at some school in the rural areas. You know, I, I was, I, you know, I, I, I was so impressed when I saw what the women in Atlanta have done, how they're providing school uniforms to a school southeast in Zambia. I mean, so I think we can also, say the women in Indiana, you know, we can also do that, adopt maybe a school or maybe support uh, an NGO that is right there on the ground or maybe support a women's group, you know, and, and uh, as Ms. Jackie just mentioned about this uh, village banking, I think we can also adopt, adopt that idea. So, I mean, there's, there's so much we can do, really. We just have to put our heads together. Thank you. All right. Yeah. So, Lele, what, what do you say Zambians and women should focus on in the diaspora? I'm sorry. My, okay. I my think Lele's phone. My phone was muted. I'm sorry about Go ahead. that. Um, I think like both uh, women have said, I think we need to invest in education pretty much. Like Dorothy said, you know, uh, adapt a school or provide books. Like I know there's a lady called Carol in, in Texas that's doing that. We can, uh, you know, provide women's sanitary pads, and I know there are other people that are doing that. But we can also think of other lines. We can, um, you know, get all funds together and then pay for their education. I mean, there's, there's quite a bit that we can do in that regard when it's helping in Zambia. Because at the end of the day, what we at is giving back to our communities back home. We are what we are because of what those communities have done for us. Because if we were not raised right, we wouldn't have made it this far in, in, in this place. So I think giving us to our communities, you know, maybe do a survey in an area, for instance, Western Province or whatever, and look at the need, like the crucial need, because Zambia has needs, a lot of needs. But maybe go into an area and then look at what is really like the basic, basic need that we can provide. Thank you. All right. And uh, just to add on to Mr. Moderator, mm -hmm. yes, just to ahead. add on to what um, Madame Natsulele has just said, I think one area we haven't touched on is, is, is political uh, empowerment. I think we should also encourage the women back home run for offices, you know, because if, if, we, if, if more women are in parliament, there's some noise in the background, I don't know where that's coming from. Can you hear me? Hello? Yeah. There's some so, noise in the background. So, oh, yes. Yeah. I think I've muted everybody, so... Okay. okay. Thank you, Mr. Moderator. So I was saying that we should also encourage uh, women, women uh, back home, to run for political office because I think if, if we have more women in government, I think we, we, we're going to have a better country because women, you know, women as women move mountains. We know how you know we run homes, we run corporations. 
So definitely, it can also help to shape our country into a better direction. Thank you. Yeah, th th thank you, ladies. Yeah, so at this moment, you guys, you are, you are in luck because we are joined uh, live and straight from Zambia by uh, an artist. Uh, her name is Nora. She goes by Nora God. She has put out a, a beautiful thing, I mean, a, a, a single out there on the coronavirus. She is a, she's an artist. She sings, and then she's into other things. So, Nora, uh, can you hear me? Yes, yes. Hi, hi. <laughs> hi, everyone. Yeah. Hi. Yeah, hi. Welcome, welcome, Nora, to the... <laughs> yeah, Nora is a very talented <laughs> artist. I, I think at some point we'll bring, we'll bring her to the United States to perform. Uh, I've known Nora for quite some time, and uh, we chat, I mean, uh, back and forth on, I mean. So basically, Nora, in terms of women empowerment, because we're going to play a song just in a mm -hmm. few seconds, because my colleague is getting ready to play your song. So in terms of women no, empowerment, thank you. What, what do you think you, uh, Zambian women need to focus on, just in a few minutes? Um, first of all, I think we, we as Zambian women need to come out of the idea of um, uh, depending upon men. Uh, this thing of saying, now oh, I'll get married one day to a rich man, and then he'll be able to provide for me, and all that and all that. Though a few women have, um, they are venturing into businesses that doing other things like um, setting up with saloons and boutiques and all that, and also the village banking thing. I think it's becoming so real out here. So there's a lot of women empowerment programs that are taking place in our country right now. Um, I think at the moment what we really need is sensitization. We need to sensitize our women on the um, aspect of unity. The only thing that brings us down out here in Africa is that um, there's this PhD thing, pull her down thing. You do, wouldn't want to see another woman making it because you feel uh, she's going to be better than me. But life is not like that. I think we need to sensitize our women on the issue of um, being united. When we, uh, I think when we become united, we, we can be able to achieve a lot in terms of education and business and all that. We can do a lot. Okay. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's Nora God. Uh, uh, she has a beautiful, beautiful song when she sings. So at this point, let's go ahead and play that clip. Uh, uh, take it away, Vanessa. Go ahead and play that clip. Oh, 
I mean, uh, Nora, I think you're doing a good job in, t- in terms of, uh, you know, sensitizing uh, people back home uh, with coronavirus. So I think thank you're you. doing a great, great, great job. So thank you for that. You know, it's, not, you. it's not easy. Thank you very much. It's not easy, but, you know, but, yeah. So thank you so much for that. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you. Hello? No. No, it's not there. <laughs> okay. No, no, actually, sorry, I was I had muted myself. So, oh. well, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, that's a beautiful track by, of course, uh, the elegant Nora Gorge. She has a number of songs out there. So we are waiting to see if we could bring her to the United States. And she, I mean, she sings very well. She has a beautiful voice. I'm sure you you can all attest to that. So this song just dropped, I think, right now. It's not out there on, on the radio shows. So I'll be sending sending the song to a number of people so at least they can promote Nora's music. And hopefully we'll see her in the United States at some point. So again, this is part of the women in, uh, empowerment because Nora, she empowers women through her music. So other people empower women in different forms. So I just wanted Nora to be part of this show so that at least she can tell us what she's doing. Uh, Nora, so do you have anything else in terms of uh, projects that you are working on? 
Um, currently, um, currently working with kids because I believe children. Um, Bemba would say in particular empire. So when you train a child in a certain way, that child will grow, will grow up with a certain culture. And um, especially our baby girls, like our girl children, I think they need um, our help. Because um, when you look at most of our youth these days, they run into, they've indulged themselves into beer drinking. There's a lot of clubbing out here, a lot of beer drinking. And so I think we need to educate our, our girls. So I've, I've taken up a, the challenge of talking to girls on the issue of um, education, not just education, but empowering themselves with um, skills that will help them out there. Instead of them waiting for white-collar jobs, they can as well create their own jobs. Like start a business, open up a saloon. It's not all the time that when you finish your education, you go to college and you get a job out there. Uh, so in as, in as much as you're waiting for a white collar job, you can as well do other things. Thank you. All right. Thank, thank you, Nora. Well said. So again, Nora mm-hmm. is a very great artist, and I have a number of songs, so you can call me outside. I can share some of her songs. So Lele, in terms of <laughs> uh, women empowerment, uh, I know we are running down on, we have, I think, seven minutes to go. So what message do you want our listeners to get? Uh, thank you. So I'm going to speak directly to the women and not the men at this moment. I would like to um, tell the women that they are they should have a mindset of a trendsetter, a person that's a builder of a new day, a person that's going to encourage other women and let them know that sky is not the limit, but sky is a stepping stone. And then tell other women that they need to get over the notion that you can only do so much. So uh, that being said, I feel like um, women out there should be like the pillars of everything that's going on in society. And like Kofi Annan said, empowering a a woman is a key to building a future that we want. So we need to teach women that for us to have a better future, for us to have a brighter future, we need to have women in every position and every aspect of our lives as a human race. Thank you. Thank you, Lele. Uh, Jackie, uh, speak directly to our listeners. What do you want them to know about empowerment? Okay. Well, about empowerment, I think we are our own role models. You know, we look upon other role models and um, in a community. I'm sure there are other uh, people that maybe will look upon us as role models. So I think uh, in our community, we have to be role models uh, in a certain way. People should look upon us and say, oh, this person is doing the right thing. So we are our role models. And, uh, you know, I was, uh, you know, I was reading about uh, Dambisa Moyo, who's uh, a very well-known Zambian. Uh, She's into economics and she's an author who's done a good job. So I think we should look upon that. So it got me thinking to say, you know what, 
being a role model is uh, influential to our our girl child because I think girl child even here, it could be here, it could be back home. I think it's very pretty much influential if we we are a role model. Um, these younger ones will look up to us to say, you know what, uh, our mommies and aunties are doing this. What can I also do? You know, make a difference in terms of what they're doing. So. I think being a role model is very, very influential and very, very important. So, you know, that's 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 what I have to say. You know, it's very important, and uh, let's 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 do that as uh, you know people here in the diaspora. Come on, girls, let's go, women. So, thank you. Yes, we can do it. <laughs> we can do it. Yes, we can. <laughs> yes. And also, yeah. just to add on to what uh, Madame uh, Malama has said. <laughs> You know, let us support one another as women. Mm-hmm. You see, when yeah. one woman succeeds, this this lift yeah. her up. Yeah, this right. Up. Absolutely. This shut down, negat- down negativity. Come on, women, yeah. we can do this. Yeah. Let's shut down negativity. Let's not be let's jealous. Not be our, let's yes. not be jealous. Yes. You know, exactly. Like, yes. yes, we shouldn't be our own mm-hmm. worst enemies. No, mm-hmm. no, let's build each other up. Let's build each other up. And let's be open and honest. Yeah. You know? And they also, yes. if it's a woman has was a small business, let's buy mm-hmm. from her, you know. Yeah. Let's support that woman's business. Let's all come together. We, I know we can do this. We have it in us. I know we can do this. Thank we you. can. Yeah, we can. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you, ladies. This has been a very productive talk. We've been talking about the, the women empowerment, and we had three guests. And these are women who are right here in Indiana who took the time to share and discuss what they feel the focus should be for our women in terms of going forward, in terms of empowerment. So we look forward to another productive chat sometime next week on Monday. But in summary, the most of the what has been said is that women need to have some form of networking uh, venture, you need to be able to focus, I mean, there has to be a level of uh, interest in education, promoting education, especially for our kids back home, because uh, our women are in that uh, nurturing mode. So our women are very influential, especially in our in most of our environments, because when you look at the, the role that women play, Compared to men, most of us as men, we depend on our women. When I speak of our, our, our Zambian Association mm-hmm. here in Indiana, the majority of the people in the, in the group are women. And for us to get to where we are, especially in our uh, platform at Zen and Zanus, we depend on these women. So I'm very thankful that we took some time to listen to some women and to hear from their point of view uh, what they need to focus on and the areas where they need to to spend so much time. Of course, uh, somebody mentioned the issue of village banking in Zambia, so maybe that's something that women can look into. So the issue of saving, saving money, so I think somebody pointed out that we need to find out a little bit more about how the structure works. And, of course, Lele mentioned the issue of self-confidence. Women need to be self-confident. 
And women are not only helpers, but they are equal partners. So we need to invest into farming. Somebody mentioned the issue of funding, of farming, sorry. So there's a lot that can be done. So women, I thank you for what you do for our communities in the United States. So this has been a very a good show, and we look forward to having a segment for the men. Hopefully next week, tune in to listen to the men. Your belly, the king God gon' just say.